It's the Pop My Culture Podcast with your hosts, Cole Stratton and Vanessa Ragland. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. And I'm a piece of popcorn. What the? No, Where did Vanessa... Vanessa oh, there you are. Yeah. Hi, Vanessa Ragland. Hi. How are you? I'm pretty good. I have to admit, I was a little taken aback because you are literally wearing a giant colonel I outfit. am in my popcorn outfit. So, um, I mean, I didn't hey. want to say anything. And no. then now I know why you did it. Yeah. For that for one second bit. gag. Oh, it was so worth it. It was so what good. A, a visual gag on a podcast. <laughs> it was great. Those always have a huge payoff. They really do. Uh, welcome to the show, everyone. We're very glad to have you here in our bosoms. Uh, <laughs> and have we got a show for you. Talking, Talking goofing around. Lions. <laughs> lions? We might not have time for the lions. <laughs> well, we'll see you guys. We'll see. <laughs> Thanks for coming to the show. Yes. Uh, a little bit of housekeeping, and then we will uh, get to our awesome guest. She's uh, she's show. hilarious and gorgeous. We keep having beautiful ladies on we the really show. We really do. I'm not complaining. Cole's been complaining on his blog. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> well, at least I'm writing. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Whatever you get on the page, that's a good day. That's true. I that's think Stephen day. King said that. I believe so. Okay. In his army of writers. <laughs> he cranks books out so fast, there's got to be 50 of him. Yeah, it's impossible. Yep. He can't be a good spouse or a lover. <laughs> he just can't be mentally there all the time. I know. Okay. All right. Moving on. If you like the show, <laughs> uh, please go to iTunes. Leave us a review. It helps us to get featured, and, uh, you know, we love to read them. So please do something nice. If you don't like the show, just go eat a brownie and <laughs> work through your issues on your own time. <laughs> uh, also, you can drop us uh, an email. Yep. Info at popmyculturepodcast.com. We've been getting a lot of really lovely and sweet uh, emails lately, and... I like writing back, and we love to hear what you say. That's right. Yeah. So drop us a line. Oh, and one more thing. Leave your answers to the first question, which was, here's a hint, the first time in your college years that you had a, oh, so this is what college is all about moment, or high school if you haven't gone to college. Uh, so leave your answers on the website, and you are going to be entered for a chance to win an undeclared complete series DVD Signed by Carla. Also, we are uh, pretty much listener-supported. Yes. Stray sponsor once in a while. <sighs> but for the most part, uh, your donations help us to keep doing the show. Yes, so please keep them up. And if you would like to give, if you're in the mood to kick a little something, and really it can be anything, everything's helpful, go to our website, popmyculturepodcast.com, and click the donate button. That's right. And if you donate, we give you a shout-out on the podcast in some weird way. <laughs> um, it's not going to be weird today, though. No, not really. Oh, look what I brought with me. Is that... Yes. I didn't want to tell you I have him, but yes. Oh, Come here, little guy. Come here. Come here. Oh, this Gizmo. is our favorite mogwai. <laughs> now, Gizmo, can you read uh, English? I can't read. Okay. Okay. Oh, no, 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 don't cry. Don't cry. Don't cry. We're here to help you. We're here to help you. But that phonics did not work for me. Oh, I know. Gizmo keeps bringing that up. It's it's an unconventional way to learn. But that is bullshit. Shh, Gizmo. Gizmo. Okay. We've had some very helpful people. Uh, and we would love for you to tell them thank you. Okay. Um, there's a guy named Steve. Steve. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're good at that name. Steve, the friend that you say. Steve, yeah, it's pretty Steve. good. Thank you, 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 Steve. Wow. Okay, we have a person named John. John. It's so generic. It is generic, but every John is a little bit different. Yeah. Hi, John. Thank you for that. You can't talk back. 
No, you well, just have to tell him something. But there isn't technology there, no? It, it is, but not in a podcast form yet. Oh, okay. Hi, John. Uh, you said hi back. Oh, thanks, John. Thanks for coming. Hey, to the show. All right, then okay. just look at the next one on the list there. Just, just tell him who's next, Vanessa. We have one last person, oh. and it's a lady. Her oh, name is Janelle. Oh, a lady. Yeah. Oh, Gizmo, put that away. <laughs> Gizmo's. Changing. Oh, hey, uh, put that no, away. G- Gizmo. Changes. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, I just didn't expect it to look like that. Uh, just thank Janelle. Thank you, Janelle. And now put that under the table. <laughs> you know what? Oh, then I say your water. Your, your, your water. <laughs> okay. Well, that was. An unfortunate ending. I but just, yeah. Gizmo was doing a good job and he intentionally spilled water on him. And then smashed And then smashed him, him in default. So thanks for that. Yeah, but uh, more more thanks to our listeners. Thank you so much. We get so excited whenever there's a little something, something, and um, it really does help us do the show. We will murder Mogwai for we you. We do it. And I have Mogwai blood all over my hands, which is not regular blood. It is not. It's much cuter. It's, it's adorable. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening and donating. And uh, let's get to our awesome guests, shall we? Okay. All Where right. are they? They're about to arrive. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, our guests today, you know, are from things like Undeclared, Bones, and Californication. Carla Gallo is here. I was like, is there going to be applause? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we don't do the little drop is like most morning radio. <laughs> I, was, I meant real applause, not like cam. Oh. I was like waiting. Yeah. Oh, thank you guys. No, no, oh, really. No. Who are you wearing? Uh, um, uh, Old dirties. Oh, nice. yeah, that's you look amazing. Old oh, dirties. Oh, so many people at the Globes were in old dirties this year. <laughs> I old know, dirty I... bastard. Just when you thought he could do nothing, I know. <laughs> I know. I never thought he could do nothing. And... What a thing to say. I didn't <laughs> I mean to say that. I think I thought he could do nothing. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> but now he's got the whole line going for him. He's I know like the Jessica line. Jessica Simpson, I know. where you're like, what are they doing? Yeah. How can they be How? making money? How can they have this much talent? And then, yep, yeah. they've got more talent. More They're talent. making shoes to be yeah. releasing so much stuff post death. It's, now that's something. Is he dead? No, he's not dead. Okay. I didn't yeah, know. He is. know ODB is not. There's, there's a but, whole uh, group of people that I am very uncertain, living or dead. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Ooh. I do love the whole, like, literally, like, a new Hendrix album just came out. And it's like... Oh, really? And when did you die? Is he dead? No, I'm just kidding. No, that I knew. That I knew. He was just on, well, not him, but uh, Pawn Stars. Anybody? Pawn Stars. Are you sure? Yeah. Uh, so I was watching Pawn Stars, and there was this old man that brought in Jimi Hendrix poetry, like handwritten, like an undiscovered thing. And he was a kooky character, and they, you know, surprise, surprise, they had to bring their buddy in on this because they couldn't be sure. You know how every episode they're like, oh, yeah. now this looks real, but I got it. Yeah. You got to bring a buddy in. Yeah. I got a friend who's an expert on Jimi Hendrix handwritten poetry. Yeah. So the dude comes in and he looks at it and he was like, well, this is definitely not real. Like for several reasons. He's like, yeah, this doesn't match up and this doesn't match up. And the old man that brought it in he definitely just made it himself and no. was like very confident that it was going to be okay. But he, he kept saying, well, that's your opinion. That's that's just your opinion. And then when he left, he's like, I know how much it means to me. And that's one opinion. And I, I don't have to hear that. But he was there to sell it to make money like yeah, it so wasn't it, like not, his valuable thing that he was like oh this is this is i just need this priced for my mental security no you were yeah, trying right. to sell so it. that they opinion ruined, is ruined his grift yeah. 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 Ruined his grift yeah yeah 
That's a bummer. <laughs> okay. Well, guys. Let's talk more sad. porn stars. <laughs> it's a I sad can. day, you guys, because Joy Behar is leaving The View after 16 years, <sighs> which um, two things about that sentence are weird to me. 16 years of The View. That's Have there really been there's been It's on our 17th season. That doesn't feel good because I feel like I remember when it started. Oh, I definitely remember when it started. Yeah, me too. It also just doesn't feel good because I couldn't be less interested in The View. And the fact that something that I'm that disinterested in has survived for 16 years. That means that you are not in step with the Yeah, I am really not. (laughs) I do not. But you you know that you're never like, because I'll... I'm, I'm home a lot, so I'll be just like, I'll have home. Game Show Network on or something in the background. All the commercials are not for me at all. It's yeah. like, if you had a pelvic mesh inflammation thing or a denture <laughs> cream or all sorts of stuff, it's just like... This mesh thing is a is serious business, by the way. Wait, what there is are, going on? I have seen a lot of mesh Yeah, there's a happening. lot of mesh. There's a lot of mesh issues. I, I, Me- I, mesh issues? Mesh issues. There's a lot of mesh issues. It's a meshy situation. <laughs> oh. All right, bye, guys. This, this was really fun. Yeah, no. I, um, no, it's... Uh, well, all, I do know somebody who had, uh, I think, an appendicitis situation, and then they put a mesh in there for, like, I guess it, it, it it's supposed to be movable, but it helps it like breathable, breathable, uh, cotton fashion um, forward. Yes, very much so. And so it's a way for the, whatever surgery to heal with this mesh. But then for some people, they have like a mesh allergy Reaction? or something oh. and then it's really uncomfortable. Um, but I don't want to take it here, but I feel like, did I see an ad that said something about like a vaginal mesh? I've right? seen yep. that ad. Okay. Yes. I don't want to be that person. If you guys are like, no, actually there's nothing about vaginal mesh, but, <laughs> but, but there's they're my favorite band. They're playing South by right now. Oh, vaginal yeah. mesh? oh yeah. my God. They're so good. Do you have their uh, second album? I do. I mean, I liked them before they got popular. Yeah. Though. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, totally. They totally sold out. Yeah. Yeah. They totally yeah. sold out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I can't speak about vaginal mesh because you I don't know. Did, I did, I did, <laughs> but I, I felt pretty good about yeah. it. The whole way it went down. Oh yeah, do you? Yeah, I got a buddy. He's an expert on vaginal mm. mesh. Why not? You bring know him in here to authenticate. Like, that's just your opinion, man. That's <laughs> your opinion is, about no, vaginal mesh. You don't mesh. know what this vaginal mesh. is. It's an authentic yeah. vaginal Personally. mesh. All right. Yeah. Uh, this is Jimi Hendrix's vaginal mesh. Here's a sidebar question, Mark. Uh, you guys, <laughs> dental implants when they're screwing a tooth into your head? Yeah. Is that a step up or a step down from dentures? Up. Well, you mean like up? Uh, up. Wait, wait. What is up and what is down? Let's See, get, I guess that's the first part of the yeah. question. Do you mean like up as in like you're more fancy? Fancy, right? Yes. It is? Oh my, yes. An implant? Very expensive. I thought that implants were cheaper because it's just like we're just going to drill a hole in your head and screw this tooth in. No. Whereas the... the um, you know, temporary, they have to match your gums and they're doing a lot more a temporary artistic work. So you're, are you saying that the dentures are a temporary? Uh, well, no, like I'm th- thinking more single teeth issues. Um, a temporary. No, I don't, you mean, oh, you mean like a veneer? No, like a tooth you can pop out. You know, oh. people that have those teeth you can pop out. Yeah. Well, yeah I think I mean, like hockey players rent, has them a lot though. too. Cause hockey players get their like front well, stuff. Yeah, I, I, I think though the, the, the pop out that's a that's a bit of a low rent situation. The hockey player might be a different thing because maybe they're losing. They, they don't want them to get. But doesn't Ed Helms have a pop out? And he's very wealthy. That's true, but you just you don't want to. I, I, I think I could go on Pawn Stars as a dental as a as a, as a dental expert. We're gonna bring in Carla Gallo. Uh, hey, Carla. From Bones. It's because of Bones that I'm. A, no, no, yeah, I've had dental match. issues throughout my life. Do you have teeth screwed into your skull? I don't because I couldn't because <gasps> I have two the um you know the roots the, yeah. the roots. Uh, 
are too close for me of my, there's a couple teeth. So, okay, let's get, let's really get, let's <laughs> yes, get, it, get yes. into it. Uh, so as a child, I had all the right teeth and then you go, I uh, thank you. <laughs> Born then, with a silver spoon in your oh, teeth. Yeah. And then as I, as I became an adolescent and the, the, well, no, I guess I was younger you than that. You incorrect teeth began if to you, sneak yeah, in. I was missing a couple, to be honest. Like, wait, they just didn't never come? I had my two front and then the next two, they never came in. But they were in your head. No, never had them. I think I'm more highly evolved. I think we don't need that many teeth. Right. We're not ripping meat apart. No. So this is my personal theory is that I'm more highly evolved. So so then I wanted to do the implants because that's a much more like it's permanent. It's in your head. You don't have to worry about it. But I couldn't. And they have to put like a rod up in there. And then there's a tooth that's attached to the yeah, rod. Yeah, they have to put braces in, like a brace for the implant, which is there's a like separate- a piece of metal. Or so I don't. So I ended up having to get like a bridge, which is you can more pop that impr- out though, huh? Well, it was a fixed. Permanently, but yes, yeah, so I suppose you could get a bridge that yeah. would pop in and out. Um, but the implant was the way you wanted to go. That's the way to go. And I couldn't get it. I'm so sorry. Right, thank, you. thank you. This is exactly where it would. I thought it would go when we started. Today, this is this is no. Well, so you start with the view. Yeah, you start with the view, and then you naturally progress to yeah. vaginal mesh, <laughs> obviously, and, and then to, to tooth work. Yeah, yeah. I was. Well, I can see your list from here, and I saw that it was get her somehow to get to get to, to mesh, the, the, the yeah. yeah. Right. My favorite yeah. is I was originally had all the correct teeth. <laughs> I originally, I, and I, I'm proud of that. Yeah, I, it's been a little. It's been you know across to bear to have some dental work. You 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 people who have all their teeth they don't they don't know what we suffer from because you have to make sure you That's got right. a color match I, I'm, incre- I'm like unevolved because yeah. i had to get two teeth taken out oh my god not wisdom fronties you're like a cave woman yeah because my mouth was too small so you have a lot of nice looking teeth by the way well two less than i used to well you should have you... seen me when they were out to here yeah i wish <laughs> that i had met you back then top they, heavy mouth have some That's lovely teeth i will Thank say you. Oh, really <laughs> top heavy mouth oh damn That's that girl's got the big up top <laughs> all right we're gonna kick to some callers uh, welcome to tooth talk <laughs> line number one you're on well, I feel like you're jealous because you don't want to talk about it. I had, some, I had some wisdom teeth taken out. Uh, that's nothing. But I was in college teeth. when it happened, yeah, which is I, a little I was later like than most people do. Twenty seven when I had wisdom teeth taken out. Oh, I still don't have. Don't I've even still talk got to me. Mine. <laughs> did you get dry socket at least? Oh, I did. Ooh, yeah. I don't. Remember. You can't even compete. Okay, back to the view. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I could talk about Whoopi Goldberg and. I don't think uh, I've watched The View in years. I don't know if I've ever watched a full episode. I don't think it's for me. <laughs> I, think it's, I literally think it is not for me. <laughs> I don't think I'm a target demo. No. Uh, that's it. I've probably seen bits and pieces of it over the years. Cause that's all it's just I've one of those seen. things that like you're watching something and it just yeah. it just comes on. It's always on at the gym. That's whenever I see some of it. It's like it's on that three TVs and it's like, well, okay. you got to think that it was successful enough to kind of spawn little like copycat shows like the talk which is that yeah. thing oh, that yeah. has uh sarah gilbert and yeah i actually for a second thought she was on the view like when we we're talking about it, i was like oh she's on the view but no and there's that other one with clinton kelly and carla the chew the chew no no Ooh. i've never heard of this it's it's like the talk or the view but with some food segments some food thrown in. oh boy so yeah. like so so Joy's leaving, <laughs> okay. and there was also rumors that Elizabeth Hasselbeck was going to get fired because of her like super Republican views. But, but isn't then, that why they keep her? In this? Exactly, exactly. Like, she's like the, that voice of the thing. But now Barbara Walters came out and said, "No, no, no, that's Barbara not happening." Walter. But Barbara there's all these rumors like swelling about the show and stuff. So. Swelling. So we don't know what's going to happen. Basically, we we don't. She's leaving. So we oh, still be a B. Hasselbeck, Walters, Whoopi, and Sherry Shepard. 
And uh, Ellen just got renewed till 2017. Yeah. Okay. Well, I support that. Yeah. Yeah. I also don't really watch that, but there was a period of time where I would tune in. She, I think, I like her dancing that she does. I think it's very spirited. It's a positive show. Very positive. She, she has, she discovers little internet children and things. Oh, Sophia. And she's in that coveted three o'clock weekday time slot. The old Oprah slot. That's right. Oprah's oh, now I can talk Oprah. Oprah. Oh, I watched a lot of Oprah in my day. Every getting off the bus and just trying to make it for oh, Oprah. Sure. Too young for Oprah, but I didn't care. <clears throat> oh yeah, I remember coming home from school making and then making sure my nap was well in New York. I feel like you do a nap. Oh, since I mean, do you, since do you I, currently? Since I, have a nap schedule like you like nap not time. now but back in high school i had to have a nap scheduled which i believe was either a th- it must have been a five o'clock because oprah was on at four in new york for some reason and so uh now i don't have one scheduled but if i can get one in i mean i i will i do <laughs> happily could you take a short nap and still be okay to recover well the question back? is can i take a short nap okay that's the bigger question. okay let's that's so what we need to talk about yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to take a short one I never rushed home to see Oprah. I'm be honest <laughs> okay. with you guys. Again. If anything, I rushed home for like the Disney afternoon when I was like in junior high or whatever. It was like DuckTales and Tailspin. Like oh, I did some DuckTales. I was into that. Yeah. I was into Flash Forward with Ben, uh, ben Foster. Oh, and I don't know What's-Her-Face. Oh, Jewel State. It was a short-lived Disney show, and I just loved it. What was the show that just reminded me, um, uh, what's-his-face, um, Rebecca Romaine's... Oh. Husband, um, Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell. What was the show that he was on where they would like travel? Sliders. Sliders. Yeah, sci-fi series. Yeah, Little Burgers. Wow. Jerry O'Connell. Who would have thunk? Like, if you look at him as Vern in Stand by Me. Yeah. You know, he was like the fat kid with the, the comb. Fat kid, you know, yeah. and then like he's the one that came out of that. Like, like. I mean, chiseled... all you need to say is Rebecca Romaine. Yeah, exactly. Well, Vern landed some, Rebecca Romaine. Crossing <laughs> Jordan action. Like he was, he was getting into some. I'm not saying Rebecca Romaine's not the prize. I, she's clearly the prize at the end of the, the, uh, of the, the I don't know, highway battle or whatever. But weight. yeah, but right at the end of his weight, weight battle. battle. But, but I'm just saying he was like, you know, Sliders is like, let's be on. I think I had an audition for Sliders once. And I was like, yeah. come on, come on, people. But, you know, then he gets himself onto Crossing Jordan, which was on for like eight years or something. And yeah. His career was booming. He's earned booming. it. Booming. Boom. Yeah. It's just always weird, though, like when when the one piece of like those four that like you you don't necessarily think that he's going to be the one that's going to have the career. Oh, no. You know what I mean? I mean, honestly, River Phoenix would have. Let's be honest. Will Wheaton. Yeah, Will Wheaton's still kicking butt. Yeah. Yeah. Is he, though, now? Yeah, in his own way, a different realm. Because he's, he's what are you doing? He's uh, he hosts a show called Tabletop, which is on Geek and Sundry, which is Felicia Felicia Day's. So he's uh, part of the. We he does diverse. Woodstock, which is oh, okay. like this live show with Paul and Storm. And, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. People. Yeah. So he's kind of like one, like him and Chris Hardwick are kind of like at the forefront of like the geek nerd culture. Okay. Now. I had no idea that he was a part of that. Yeah. Yep. But that's, you know, it's, it's different now. And like, and then of course, Corey Feldman he's, just kind of right. blew up in a weird way. I just last night was wondering which one of them was alive. Oh, that but it's the, time. yeah. Well, what more was I, cause I know that Feldman's alive, but it, what I think was like, is Haim really dead? That's it was weird. more that. I couldn't really... It was hard. It's hard to process that one still. Haim's gone. That's what happens when you wake up. Did you wake up thinking about this or was it No, just it came up in conversation. Oh. Somebody on something looked like Corey Haim and I was like, that's the dead one, right? <laughs> yeah. You got to live every day like you just came out of a coma. Wake up and go like, Corey Haim, alive <laughs> or dead? Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Where are we? Where are we? What year is it? Yeah. Ooh, quantum leap. <laughs> 
Now there's a show. Oh, that you know, uh, Scott Bakula played my boyfriend. I'm men of a certain age. Mm. Uh huh. Uh huh. Was it as dreamy as we all? I imagined? have to tell you, he's still looking foxy. At like, he was like 54, 55, 54 when we shot that. I think it's a couple. It's maybe two years ago now. And I was like, that's that. That man is is looking good. I actually did a little part on Men of a Certain Age um, in one of the episodes, and I was I love Scott Bakula. And I Wait, who did you? I was like a teacher at a party, uh, like at a big bidding party, or Were you, like, um, drunk on an auction. Kid? Drunk teacher. Oh, okay. I think yeah. I, that does. I, yes, that was the season that I was in. I don't know if I was in that episode. I might it was been. one that took forever to film, just because it was like a big scene with like how oh, many things do they need to get, but it didn't. I don't think it was even that long of a scene, but he was the nicest person. Like, yeah, I didn't need to interact with him at all. I did not get close to him. I was because I was thinking, oh my god, it's him. Mm-hmm. And he came up and introduced himself. He did, and then remembered my name. He did, and I love Scott Bakula. Yeah, well, who doesn't? Ooh. I did tell him. I waited like a good. Oh God! Like three months or something, and I was like, my I was obsessed with Quantum Leap, and I was like, mm. my sister when I was in college, she would send me these postcards. I don't know where she would get them, and they were just like screen caps, you know, like or whatever of you know Quantum Leap, and I would put them up in college on my <laughs> dorm wall, and I told, and I still have them, and I brought them to L.A. at one point. It gets creepier like, every like, sentence. I know, <laughs> and also, uh, so they're on my wall now. They're in my purse, guys. No, and I was gonna. I think I did have the. I wanted to show them to him. I don't know that I wanted to like sign them, but I wanted him. And then I that I didn't have the courage to do. I didn't have the courage to do it. But you know what? You need to be a brave woman. I know. I should have next just done time it. it presents himself. He yeah. did. He would talk about. He would say uh, on quantum. On quantum. You know. He just like one word. Mm. On one word. Did on you quants. know what I mean? He wasn't. He didn't have to say right. quantum leap. We just, all it's quantum. understood. Do you yeah. throw out any necessary roughness stories? You know the no. movie he was in with Sinbad and Kathy Ehrlich. <laughs> No, not only no do I not know, no, you know that movie you said, no, I don't, and no, he didn't talk. It was just like this f- college football comedy thing, and uh, yes. Kathy Ireland was like the field goal kicker they brought Kathy in. Kathy Ireland, who now I only know as having like a nice sheet set at like Target or yeah, something. Yeah, and I think she maybe bras. also designed bra. Yeah. yeah. I feel yeah. like that's where I see her name. Like, busty lady yeah, bras, yeah. maybe. Yeah, hmm. well, He was the lead in that. <laughs> Along with Robert Loggia, he was in that movie. Too. Oh, really? So there you go. I, your brain has a lot of things going on in it. It's, it's a sad that you can just place. tap into. It. Wow. Okay. It's a sad, sad place. No, it's not. It's a magical place full of entertainment. I was total Rain Man last night in our improv show. Oh. By the way, there's a, there's a scene where like uh, somehow it was supposed to take place in '87, and I happen to know like a hundred movies that came out in 1987. Why? So I was just rattling off movies that came out in '87 because uh, I thought '87 was a really good year for movies, oh. and so I had done like a blog post about like, hey, all this shit came out in '87. It's kind of weird that all this stuff came out, and then it just happened to be this scene about someone trying to pretend like they were born in '87, and I was just and you about didn't generate that, that portion of the improv. You weren't like, uh, uh, I don't know, in '87. <laughs> 1987. Yeah. yeah. Our monologist at the time, Jim O'Hare, who had been yeah. on the podcast before, threw out 87 in some story. But and then everybody kind of kept trying to trip you up, like, "Go on, say more." It was, but it, there were more. There, there were, were more. always more. There always more. I was so impressed. It's the one year I had like 50 in my hip pocket for. I don't think. But it's it, nice. It definitely it paid off. Very Last night, it finally, it finally paid, paid off. off. Sometimes life just makes sense. You're like, "Oh, this is where I've been going." Uh-huh. That's right. Mm, right. Look out the window. I don't know but, where I am, but here I am. But where from here? Yeah. You know? Where it's do you go end. from here? That's the I top. signed myself to a five-picture deal. Really? <laughs> yeah. I Just took five last... pictures of my phone. Oh, oh. And then oh. I... One of them was in turnaround, though. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> terrible. I'm really embarrassed about that. You don't have to be. I am, though. Oh, sh- 
You're special. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, did anybody see Oz the Great and Powerful? Am I the only one? You're the only no, one. Yeah, no, yeah. Came out this past weekend. Um, <clears throat> oh, good. Phlegm. Because I'm sure you guys like to have a podcast with best. a lot of <laughs> The more, the, the better. This is because I just woke up. <clears throat> hey, anyway. Morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Thanks so much for coming into my bedroom. You're hey, welcome. No Nice, friendly faces first thing in the morning. You're warm under these covers. <laughs> oh, thanks, guys. Hold on. Let me put some clothes on. No. Um, oh, okay. Um, is this the new Oz It's the movie? new Oz movie. The, the Joms Franco. I, the Joms Franco. Joms Franco. Yeah. I, the fact that I didn't know that it came out. Wait, did you say it came out yesterday? Is it that, came out on Friday. I was like, yesterday was a Monday. Yeah, like, it's an odd release time. Yeah. They know what they're doing. They know. Yeah. So like, we're going to release it Monday at like yeah. 2 p.m. Yeah. Because um, I didn't even know it opened. That's not a good sign. It did well. It did made it? Seven, 80 million states at 150 worldwide. So it's, it's it's tracking well. Yeah. Oh, my God. I guess I, I'm just in the dark. I'm not wanting to see it, but Cole has told me now that I should see it. It's just too many colors and too... I don't, I'm over James Frank. <laughs> Go right now. I'm sorry. He's yeah. just doing it. He's. I mean, honestly, and he's mis- he's miscast. He's he's the, he's the biggest issue that I have there's with the movie. There's a few miscast. Like Mila Kunis, maybe a little. Maybe. Uh, you know, she's. I don't want to spoil anything in the movie. First half of the movie, good. Second half, not so much. Mm-hmm. But I mean, here's the thing. I was watching the movie. I was like, damn, there's a lot of hot witches in Oz right now because yeah. you've got Michelle Williams yeah. and Rachel Vice and, and oh right. Um, Stephen Colbert was interviewing James Franco. Did you see that? No. About the movie, and he was trying to get him to play like basically Mary Murder F with the witches, and it was very uncomfortable. Oh, really? I was like, no, I can't. I can't do nice. that. <laughs> do you want he's a good just, witch or a wicked? Witch? He does fine. Like he does okay. It's just he's just not the right choice for that role. Hmm. Like I, he James Franco always has that kind of like goofy stoned thing going yeah. on, and it just doesn't really work for this guy who's like you know he's like he's this yeah, he's I'm this saying. carnival magician shyster charmer guy, hmm. and like Robert Downey Jr. originally was supposed to play that role, and I was like that would have been oh, perfect. Would be, yeah. It would have yeah. been so good. Yeah. Um, Franco's like, it's just, I don't know. He's okay. It's just not working. He's a bit young. Young. Mm -hmm. He, I don't know. Visually, it's fantastic. It looks great in 3D. It's one of the few movies I would actually urge people to see in 3D. Um, And yeah, it's it's, it's gorgeous to look at. And I read all the Oz books when I was a kid. So I thought they did a pretty decent job with that. Um, Yeah, I recommend it. It's not amazing, but it's it's definitely really solid. (gasps) But one thing I don't like right now is all the fairy tale reboot big screen movies happening right now. Because you had had Jack and the Giant Slayer like two weeks ago, which is bombing. I don't even know who's in it. Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. I walked down to that. I've heard it was. Do you walk out a lot, or was this a statement? No, and I mean, it was yes and no. I feel like maybe there was like, if I could, if I walked out, oh, I think I might have. Weird little uh, in, insight into working at Bones. Um, if I have a huge block of time, on occasion, I don't know. If, like, I wonder if like, I'm not going to get in trouble. For, I mean, from them, I'm literally thinking, like, am I going to get fired? Like, if if I'm at the first scene up and the last scene, <clears throat> there's a few hours in between. <clears throat> Good more phlegm. Anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> they uh, they're at, uh, at Fox and Century City is right next door. Yeah, I, I go to that theater have every day. a few times. Uh, okay, well, I love that often. theater. I I'll, I'll go to a movie. And so that's perfect. Yeah, and so I went to Hansel and Gretel, and I was like, okay, I have to be back at like four. So if I just leave now, I can actually go eat, or I can go yeah. shopping, or whatever I wanted to do. So it wasn't. It was kind of a mixed. It's a mixed situation where it wasn't good enough to keep me in the seat, but it wasn't like hideous, right? And I had to it was leave. circumstantial and a little kind shitty, of, but also that the movie was just like. 
it was exactly what the previous. It just was like I don't know. It just it, to me it didn't have a plot. Like I don't know. I didn't. I'm I don't know why they think surprised. that that's what people want to see right now. Like take a fairy tale More or a weird. nursery yeah. rhyme. Snow White's last year, and we have uh, what's it called? Maleficent coming up, which I am excited about with Angelina Jolie and Cinderella. Cinderella. Now. Yeah. Who did I say got cast as uh, Charlie's Theron? Maybe. Oh, Kate Blanchett. That's right. As the evil oh. stepmother. I'll see all of them. If Kate Blanchett's in it, I'm going to see it. Yeah. Not all of them. That one. And yeah, I'll, I'll see, see the one with yeah. Angelina, too. I mean, I guess... her baby is in it. Shiloh. No. It? Yes, it's Shiloh's first part. No. Or maybe it's the other baby's first part. Who's the littlest one? There's the twin. Like yeah, the twin one ones? of the twin ones. I mean, I the don't female, even know their names. The I didn't bother twin. to learn their names. <laughs> it's just too many. Too many point. kids. Too, too many. many kids. But she's playing uh, baby Cinderella, I guess. Isn't that one the tomboy? Is there, No, no, Shiloh's the tomboy one. Yeah. Who I think is going to... Be a lesbian. Yeah, I'm yeah. ready for it. Yeah, me she too. Be a hot lesbian. Oh yeah, beautiful. Ooh. Yeah, she'll know how to ride a motorcycle. All these. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't know why. I hope that doesn't offend any lesbian communities. Like, we don't all know how to ride motorcycles. I know, but wouldn't it be hot? Yeah. If it's like, I'm just imagining like lesbian lady Brad Pitt, and that is the most. Oh yeah. Perfect lesbian. Yeah. Just hair in your eyes. Hey, that's my Brad Pitt impression. <laughs> hey, it's like the fonts. Okay. It's pretty good. Thanks. It was like him in those Chanel ads. Oh, those are sad. <laughs> they are sad. Yeah. And he looks old. He looks really old yeah. and he looks so stupid. Yeah. Like, I don't think he's a stupid person. No, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know so that. It's possible. But those commercials are, it feels like a parody watching them. Like, yeah. I'm so uncomfortable with, that that happened. It's just yeah. weird to me. It's like, he's like a charming guy. And now you put him in this super serious, like, you're not playing off his charisma at all. Like, no. you're, you're literally just playing off it. Like, hey, here, do something that's going to sound disingenuous and, and weird. And also try to be beautiful. Oh, yeah. but I just saw the promo for uh, World War Z. Have you guys? No. Yeah. Um, it's going to be out this summer. It's like a zombie, zombie apocalypse, apocalypse movie. movie with him. And I never, I'm always afraid to say her name. Muriel? Um Oh, uh, from from uh, the, the killing. killing. Mire Mire Enos. Oh, That's I don't. Know. I'm afraid to say it. Yeah, I That's not how it's spelled, people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, that makes me excited for him to do like an action movie or something again because I miss fun Brad Pitt. Yeah, he's gotten very artsy. Yeah, over the years. Just give us what we want. Yeah, give us <laughs> give the people want. what they want. Um. Oh, this is a not good segue, but I'm going to do it anyway. All right. So. Loved you on Californication. <gasps> Thank you very much. So amazing. And what's his face? Beautiful uh, Parks and Rec. Um, Parks and Rec. Because I was like, David Duchovny. No. Uh, no. Parks and Rec. The blue eyes. Da, da, da. Oh, Rob Lowe. Um, oh, Rob Lowe. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know Rob Lowe's character that was like very Brad Pitt based? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think if that's, yeah, like, answer the question before, I'm like trying, I mean, ask the question before I answer. I'm like trying to answer the question, I don't even know what the question is. Just lead it to the vaginal mesh thing you (laughs) want to get out of this. So, vaginal mesh Yeah, yeah, sure. What was that character's (laughs) deal? Vaginal mesh? Yeah. Um, uh, Rob Lowe's character? Yeah. Um... I don't know. I mean, I feel like he was supposed to be. I mean, because I wasn't there then, right? So yeah, it would just be me speculating, like any no, that's other what fan. We want you to do. Um, I try because I am trying to think if I do know anything about that. Um, like if he was supposed to be based on anything. Well, that was actually what I was wondering because I googled it because it seems like such a. Um I love Californication, and it's a wild romp. Mm-hmm. But he was doing that at the same time he was doing Parks and Rec, and it couldn't have been a more polar opposite. Yeah. Like, 
raunchy, gross character. But it seemed like they were so specifically making fun of Brad Pitt sometimes. But then I Googled it and I couldn't even find anyone that was know. talking I mean, about maybe, it. maybe, yeah, I guess it could have been Brad Pitt because he was, but but you see, he was so ridiculous. I mean, like, does Brad Pitt? He, I think the look, like with the goatee and the whole you thing, know, like in the kind of dingleberry like, goatee, and yeah, maybe it was. Yeah, well, it feels like a show where they're commenting on a lot of people all the time. Yeah, and I never know how much is discussed by like the actors or how much people know of like we're talking about this person because yeah. it feels like, especially when they have scenes with agents and some right. characters, it's like it's got to be just skewering somebody. Yeah, I mean, I feel like sometimes you know, but that's only because you're sort of not supposed to know. Yeah. Like, it's only because if you had like some kind of major inside info that someone was like, all right, they admit. Because I think even like the writers and show creators and stuff a lot of times won't admit it. Yeah. Um, Which you know, is safer for everyone. Yeah. Probably. I mean, I worked on something where like they made the character gain weight and the actress was like I feel like this is a personal attack and that all the writers were like that is not no of course not like it's just a funny bit like it's a thing and then later one of them was like yeah it's totally on purpose because <laughs> she's not been very good to us like she was and so they did it on purpose so like stuff like that that's, Whoa. Not, that's not a base on thing but that's one of the things where you're like you can be told up and down that something is not right. written to punish you or this or that. And then sometimes it is. That is a twisted thing. <clears throat> yeah. Like just to, you, they were mad at the person that they had gain weight. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Whoa. There's, there's, people, there's certain like showrunners and stuff like that too, that like look at it as like kind of a maniacal game. Of, yeah. Like if they're, if they're cast as something they don't like or they're like, fine, well, guess who's going to get less screen time in the next couple Oh, sure. Well, it has to be like that a little bit because what a power trip. Oh, sure. Or make you do things for sure. I think like, oh, we'll make that person hook up with that person on screen or da da da. Like I think people get, they, I, I mean, I think not all writers, but I do think some writers drive some pleasure from, you know, like working the puppet strings. Yeah, yeah. sure. Well, like, you know, a lot, very few shows are like from the auteur thing where it's like, you know, like the newsroom is like, oh, that's, you know, what's his, Aaron Sorkin? Like, that's his name on it, like his writing style. But a lot of the other, like, writing stuffs are kind of anonymous in yeah. a sense. Like, people don't Largely, associate. Yeah. It. yeah. So, yeah. like, yeah. for them, it's their way of being like, all right, well, let me, sh- you know, yeah. let me pull a couple strings here since I'm not going to be the face of this thing. Oh, for sure. And uh, you're getting another credit. Oh, for I don't even, words. like, I wonder what goes on in the writers' rooms because there's, there's got to be a lot of, like, I don't know. There just has to be a lot of, like, making fun of some actors. And well, yeah, because how could you not do it? Yeah. I mean, you're puppeting like what they're going to do. Oh, yeah. So you have to be really observing them and also get a little delicious pleasure out oh, of for sure. your long hours and probably a lot of writers are treated like crap. So it's like, right. I'll get you back. Yeah, I'll oh, get I'm you sure. back. Or like the whole um, the uh, Catherine Heigl thing. I mean, I, Oh, yeah. But, and then I don't know, what, what did they end up doing? But like the fact that she publicly, didn't she turn down like an Emmy nomination or something because she was like, the writing hasn't been very good. Yes. Or something. For Grey's, yeah. So like, I would think those writers, I mean, maybe it wasn't visible, but I, I mean, would imagine. She's like, I mean, I, she's one of the few people that I'm always like, ugh, about on stuff because like she threw Judd Apatow under the bus. And, like, oh, did she? Yeah, she, early on. Yeah, like, because she said that he writes only um, shrews or whores. After she'd been in Dur- No, not after, during, during. the press junkets. What? Knocked Up. Yeah. And uh, that was kind of the beginning, I guess, of the end. But 
And That's if anything, a person I've never heard. You can thank Judd Apatow nice for sticking by people and really helping yeah, yeah. people launch their careers. I mean, you're definitely yeah, been in the Apatow universe. I'm 100 a product yeah. of that, like for sure. So, like, to throw him under the bus is like I no, that's been beyond nothing, nothing like, but good to people, especially yeah. actresses. Like he's launched a lot of careers for a lot of ladies. Absolutely, so. he's been I, very loyal to you know people that have worked for. I mean, yeah, obviously I worked from like twelve years ago. I mean, on t- I think it's two twofold. One, don't throw him under the butt. Like there's no need to. Two, what are you an idiot? Like that. Do you not want to no, work for that person thing. again or work or for anybody? Work in general, yeah, like, because why would you hire message. a person who goes It's publicly? hard enough for women in Hollywood to get substantial roles in things anyways, especially as they age. Like, everybody yeah. knows this. And mm-hmm. so, like... And Wait, and what? And even, Wait, right? what? Hold on. Uh, Hold on. What? <laughs> and even with even with guys, too, like, as you start to get older and your, like, star starts to, like, fan out, like, it's like, then they're not going to hire you if you're a dick. Because like, when it comes down yeah. to it, it's like, oh, so-and-so's great. Let's throw him a bone, you know, and then maybe their career, well, like, gets also, restarted. But half yeah. the time, it's just like, no, like, that guy doesn't sell tickets for us anymore. We don't yeah. want to hire him because he's a nightmare on the set or whatever. Oh, yeah. That but, you add but, that on top of things. Also, mm-hmm. just, like, the kind of level of ingratitude of... You have a job and you're working and then you're yeah. going to have the audacity to like pan your project when there's so many actors that would be killing to work. I cannot fathom um, doing And that. also I- you like you can say what you will about the way that those gender roles are, are portrayed or anything, but you took the part. Yeah. And it's funny. And there's like a team of people that have been so consistently involved that obviously it's not like. Oh yeah, he doesn't respect women. Like, look at the women he works with. And yeah. if you're Catherine Heigl, look at the fucking scripts you've been taking because the movies yeah. she makes are like the worst possible. Yeah. They all come out in February. That tells you something. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like it's the graveyard that for movies. That is a sassy Hollywood thing. To but say. it is like, you, like if if it's January and February and even a little bit into March are kind of like where they bury movies a lot of the time. Yeah. That they know aren't very good. That they need to get out there or whatever. Because um, there's no pressure. There's no Oscars around them. It's a slow time at the box office. Like that's kind of when they like. Catherine Heigl movies are the view of television. <laughs> Amen. Uh-huh. Amen. Right? Mm-hmm. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Um, it just. I feel like her stuff is like fluffy. You know, girl. You know, girly. No, no need to think. Movies like you know. Oh, completely. I, mean, um, I don't think her movies are doing anything. Or those movies are doing anything to for like. Yeah, it's like, you know what? I need to play a different character. How about this girl that trips a lot and then... And can't get married, but is always a bridesmaid. Like, has all these dresses, but hopes she gets married someday. Her husband's a killer, but she doesn't know. But then she finds out. Oh, boy. I was watching... um, I don't even remember what movie... What is the movie with Sandra Bullock where... And Ryan Reynolds? The the Proposal. proposal. That was on TV this Mm -hmm. weekend. And... Dave Holmes is doing like this interstitial stuff. Um, I don't. Is, I think it was on FX of just like kind of dinner in a movie, like trivia in between things. But and for one of the things in between, and Catherine Heigl's not in this movie. But they were like, and speaking of Catherine Heigl, she's also a great person. And then Dave Holmes is like, she gave ten million dollars to charity on two occasions. And then it just cuts to commercial, and it's like, what was the deal? That went down for them to be. <laughs> that is the one thing I'll say about her is she does do a lot of work for humane society and animal All things right, in general. Like, like I'll give her that. Like, no, but someone paid someone to have people say, say that. that. Do you know what I mean? Like it yeah. was right, the most right, was uncomfortable it, right. of just like why are they saying that? And also, and she's also a great person. Like 
Ooh, it felt really awkward Weird. to watch. If, if her trying to improve her image is donating millions of dollars to Humane Society and things like go, that, go, girl. Yeah. Go for yeah. it. Yeah. Sure thing. But yeah, that's true. I'll, uh, we'll talk nicely about you in our next thing. Oh, yeah. Remind uh, us of that. <laughs> but speaking of Apatow, though, you were yeah. on Undeclared, yeah. which was a great, great show. Well, thank you. And much like Freaks and Geeks, not on long enough and no. not understood well enough. I know. But it does have, uh, again, like this huge group of people that just love it because, yeah, yeah it got, it was so. Um, the voice is so right. Yeah, and the cast is amazing. How did you uh, come to that? How did, did Judd? Did you just audition? Or uh, yeah, I just auditioned. I mean, it was kind of crazy because I had been in New York. Um, I'd gone to college, then I was like pounding the pavement for three years in New York. Could not. I mean, literally, I think I had one line on Law and Order in that span of time I got dropped by my agent and I was sort of like okay I'm gonna try LA Mm -hmm. and I had come out for two pilot seasons but they had been really unsuccessful and and then I finally was like okay I'm gonna move there once the agent dropped me I was like okay I have to I just I have to move because I don't have anything you know in New York whatever and I'm not I mean work-wise and um so I moved in August I auditioned for Undeclared in September and I was called back in October and tested and got the role. And I still marvel. I didn't know enough at the time to know how ridiculous, like it was already, it had a six episode order. So, Mm. you know, moving here and then within two months being cast on a show that was already had a six episode air uh, order and was going to air, uh, is, I mean, I have never since like gotten a show so easily. So you hear that so many times though, of people that just get here and it's like enough to keep you baited forever of like, yeah, that's 12 years later. I'm still like, I'm going to get a pilot this year. I know it guys. I'm going to get a pilot this year. And I haven't. It is weird that people sometimes get to almost their breaking point when oh, yeah. they get their break. Because, like, uh, I had gone to some panel for a SAG panel in the office years ago, and Jenna Fisher was saying that, like, yeah. she was, like, a month away from, like, packing up and leaving. She did an episode, two episodes of Undeclared. She had gone in for my role on Undeclared. And then she went in for Linda Cardellini's role on Freaks and Geeks. And it's all, oh, because, really? yeah. it's all because Allison Jones, who cast those yeah. things, yep. was a fan of hers and kept bringing her in uh, for yeah. stuff. So she would get these bit parts. I think she's on, like, the pilot of Undeclared, I think. She, I don't know if it's, yes. It's she, early. She's, they tried, they give her a flyer to come to a party, and she's yeah. like, oh, honey, I'm a senior. And yep. then you see her hook up with, um, Charlie Hunnam in another in a later episode she comes back but it was, I, she was very sweet like we were having a table read or something and I remember being in the restroom at Sunset Gower and she was there and she was like hi you know I'm Jenna and, da, da, da. and like she was like oh I, I actually went in for your role and whatever and I was like oh and I remember being like well oh, poor thing you know and I'm like she's doing okay now <laughs> everything's working yeah everything's working right. yeah yeah but that was a that was an amazing job that you know and and yeah it's another one of those things where you're like what are the odds that I would you would do a show that yeah so everything gets canceled or barely yeah. makes it on air right yep. but you end up working for you know I do this show that gets canceled but it ends up being by one of who someone who will become the top yeah. comedy you know producer writer in in LA you know I mean it was it was I, I still can't believe it. and it's then still, for the future projects was it like did you still have to go through the audition process or was sometimes. it more like, oh, I know it was perfect? Uh, yeah, sometimes I would go in. A lot of times what would happen is I would go in for like like forgetting Sarah Marshall. I went in for Mila Kunis's role, which, mm-hmm. you know, I was not ever going to get. But I think that they, you know, I think he and oh, and Fort Hill Virgin. He I was in New York, happened to be in New York. And he was like, 
make a tape for uh, um, Elizabeth Banks' role. And he, and I think, and he, he called me and gave me very specific, Judd gave me very specific instructions about like, do one take like this, do one take like that. So he was trying to help me That's get the awesome. job, but right. Universal, I think, was like, who, who, who? Yeah. No, I don't think so. So then, you know, then then I would get the call that I had the offer for yeah. the toe-sucking girl. And ah. then, um, you know, super bad, I think they just offered to me. I, did a ta- I would do all the table reads for all the movies yeah. anyway. You get some of the most amazing character role names. <laughs> Thanks. I think it became. I don't know if that was his intention all along, but it clearly became, it became a gag, which though, which it. was difficult when I was first doing them and auditioning. And then my resume, resume? people didn't know, you know. So they would sort of. I think they almost like felt bad for me because they either would, you know, they wouldn't get the joke, or they also maybe hadn't seen the movie, right? So they'd be like, "Oh, period, period, blood girl." Oh, okay, so that's you know. And then eventually it was like, "Okay, this is a joke," and they would be like, "How cool that you're like in all these yes. things." And, and that. And one of the hilarious things is, is like you've been on all these other shows, you've had you know large roles, recurring arcs and stuff, and you know if somebody's not necessarily familiar with you and you're trying to say, oh Carla Gallup, if you say period blood girl, it's too bad, they immediately know what that is. Yeah, like immediately. It's so weird. It's it's a weird thing. Yeah, I think even like on not that I check my own IMDb, no, I don't, no. I've not done that, but I've heard <laughs> that I, some of them sometimes the role will have a highlight, like you could click on yeah. that and it will have its own like page or something yeah. and that is one of them like there's not a lot but i think that's one of them where like it has its own because that character is deep enough to really go into honestly yeah oh yeah, there's a lot of discussion the, 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 they've talked about it on the view they've talked about it on, no <laughs> it's just one of those like it's a specific as a hit movie yeah one, a movie that like, like snuck up on people like they did not expect it to be what it was and it yeah. was and it was giant and it became this big hit and it was a very memorable moment from that movie so like that combination of like stars aligning on that particular bit, yeah. bit role like yeah. or enough that like people will just automatically like will be able to recall that. Yeah, it's it's that is that is true like if I, you know cuz I'm, I'm sort of one of those people where people will be like did I did I go to high school with you? Like mm-hmm. you look, you look for you know and then if I have some charitable friend who's like no, she's, you know, that is the one quick go-to role that people are like, "Oh, cuz like everyone's seen it." I yeah. mean, yep. You'd be hard pressed to find a person who like, kind of hasn't seen and that. that scene. Is not forgettable. No, it's not. And I will say that we did a table read of that when I guess I think it was maybe a year after Unclared was canceled. We all got together and did a table. But this is like probably four years, five years before it got made. No, maybe That's even so more. Crazy. Maybe more. And because Seth and Evan had written it in high school, I think yeah, or pre because. Seth was so young. So whenever, when he was a teenager, yeah. he wrote it with Evan. And so Judd was like, let's do a table read of this. And um, I and the, I, I had the script under my bed for the longest time, weirdly. Like, I, I was just like, ah, you know, threw it under yeah. there. And when they went to do it, again, like probably six, seven years later, I don't even know. I was like, what? Okay, what was that script again? And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> There's the one with that the period thing. Like, I, that was literally the only thing I remembered from the script. Because it was such a like, and you didn't boy, know that was going to be your role. No, not at all. <laughs> and then they asked me to do that in the later table read once the thing was up and running. And then Evan was like, "I'd like to, you know, I think we'd like to have you do this." And I was like, "Oh my god!" And it was a real story, <laughs> by the way. It had really happened. That is so awesome. But she had she had pegged a bunch of different. Maybe I shouldn't. Well, whatever. Hopefully, she's not listening to this podcast. But I guess this girl had danced with a bunch of guys <gasps> at a party, and so they all kind of got together. And they were like, "Wait, who did you dance with? Who did you?" Dance? And they figured out who the girl she was. Like, was. Grinding on. On everyone? Um, yes, and so a bunch of guys had 
<laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. my God. So I don't think they ever told her, though. I don't think she knew. I think she probably saw the movie. Oh, that's a good point. point. She's, She's like, like, right. Oh, broken. Yeah, Evan I did yeah, climb I did. up on yeah. him while I was menstruating. And her yeah. actual name is Period Blood Girl. Yeah. So she's like, <laughs> it was it me. Was me. Yeah. She still it. doesn't know, though. Yeah. She's, still, she's like, no well, idea. that must be some other period. Yeah. Yeah. How embarrassing for someone else. It's a common name. It's like <laughs> Sally or I think it's a Jane. it's a Native American um, yes. in origin. Yes. <laughs> Chippewa. <laughs> And another show that not enough people saw that was great was Carnival. Uh, yeah. um, another one of those amazing HBO movie yeah. shows that... Uh, the title sequence alone. Oh, I know. Damn, so gorgeous. I guess yeah. maybe it was just, just too complicated for people. <laughs> I feel like it was... The, I mean, I don't know. I feel like it was maybe the sci-fi element. It was... I, I don't know. It, I love... I mean, the, maybe I was biased, but the the... Carnival portion, the circus freak part, I thought was amazing. Yeah, and and I thought the sci-fi portion was was amazing too, but it was it was very slow. I thought, mm. and so it just I feel like it requ- a lot of people were like, you know, on a Sunday night, I don't want to. I don't want to think. You know, I don't want yeah, to try to figure it out. Yeah, out. it was such yeah. like a mystery and a you know. I don't know, but I that one is a tra- such a tragedy. I mean, I'm Clea Duval, still one of my best friends, and I, I kid you not. Probably now, maybe less, but it, I'm not kidding. It was like once every other week, something would remind us of the show. I mean, this is like current. Like we still will be like, I miss Carnival. Like oh. we'll be, we like to antique, and so we'll be somewhere. And we'll see something that reminds us or something that was on the show. Be like, oh, we remember that we had this. And we're like, and either we'll say like, when, when, uh, when, are, when are we shooting season three? Or we're uh-huh. like, when, you know, we or we just really miss, we really miss it. That wasn't that was an unbelievable work experience we were shooting out we were up near santa clarita but we were always on location outside with the carnival really set up oh wow we were in real clothes from the 30s that they had they had gone across america and sort of picked and found all the real authentic clothes they would build us one sometimes but mostly they were real so they'd be like, be very careful, like don't you know rip them and blah blah blah. And then you were covered in dirt, and it was. I mean, like as an actor, you never get to. I mean, they they were like the dirtier, the grittier, you know, the better. And the writing, I've never I've never had writing like that before for me. I it was yeah. And I know that originally it was it had like six seasons mapped out. Like I don't even know six. I, I guess was like what the, the plan was from oh, the wow. start. And That's then, heartbreaking. Um, and then when it got canceled after season two. I guess there was like a big movement at the time by people. Yeah. I guess over one weekend they got fifty thousand emails at HBO. Whoa! Bring it back. Yeah. So and the they, fans definitely like yeah. tried to save it, and I guess they had a little convention too. They did CarniCon. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was I just, it a one-off or it a- was a one-off, and we like did a panel and we like took pictures and that's and so I, awesome. Yeah, and like signed pictures and stuff like that. Yeah, I um, it was just moving. I have, I'm changing coffee tables, and so it was Whoa. the flyer for or the little booklet was on, underneath, and I just moved it, and it's, I still have it. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Carney Con. Oh, Carney Con. I know it's a bummer that that show. I talk sports, but I can't talk sports. Vanessa is peeing yet again. <laughs> she does that. She does that. Well, um, while she pees, I'm going to talk to you really quickly about Burning Love. Oh, yeah. Which is a great, great, great series. Now in its second season, they've flipped it and now it's the dudes. Yes. Um, but season one is airing on E. Yeah. Which is insane. Like is what bizarre. webisode? When do you do a webisode? I did that during uh, pilot season last year and I... You know, it was kind of like in the beginning, but sort of in the heat of it. And I was testing for some, I was actually testing for Nick Stoller had a pilot and I was testing for that. And there, you know, and Ken Marino was like, will you come 
do a couple days on this and I was kind of like, oh God, like right in the middle of like pilot season and I'm, right. are you going to release me to test and like all this stuff? And I remember being sort of like, to be perfectly honest, slightly inconvenienced by it. Cause like, you know, you're sort of like a webisode, you think you're sort of doing a favor and it right. turned out, I was like, uh, of last year, that was like one of the top things that I did. That was a cool project that more people were going to see. I mean, it was ridiculous. I never could have known that. And then this year, they did do. They shot two, seasons two and three, and they. I did go back for a very small thing, and this time, this is my. This is where I get. You know, where I should learn not to be, not to. You know, not that I was like looking down on it, but obviously I was a little like, oh, a webisode. They only brought me back for one day, like one scene, and I was like, oh, why didn't they? There's sort of a House of Love, like a yeah, bachelor pad, like a thing, bachelor pad thing, and right. I was not there very much, and I was like very upset that I wasn't there more. So now it's, you know, I got my, I got mine. Boom. Yeah. Boom. And for those who don't know, she, you played Tamara P, yes. the blind contestant yes. on the first season. So good. Um, yeah, voted off my favorite, early. my favorite line in that probably was like, Oh, when he's like, I'll be seeing you inside. And he said, and I said, well, I will I'll not, not see, see you. Yeah. I'll not see you. <laughs> that was an improv. Oh, oh that was an nice. Boom. Yeah. Did you watch, uh, the bachelor at all this season? Not this season. Oh no. They had a girl with one arm. Um, oh no! And it kind of reminded me. Oh of, no! Of you. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> no, but it's that fun. That it's that weird thing that reality shows do of like, like the pity vote gets thrown in, but it's never really even entertaining. Well, they're like testing. They're testing yeah. the bachelor. It's like. In a sense, it's like right. you're not going to be that dick that's who like votes who off votes the, off the one-armed girl right. on the first episode. On the first episode, you but you have absolutely no intention of actually like dating this girl. So, right. but you, but you to, can't vote her off. Not right away. But you did definitely because because in Burning Love, Ken is constantly. I just rewatched when it was airing on E, and he's like, "Can we? Can the blind girl? Can we get rid of the blind girl?" Like he just <laughs> keeps like trying to like bringing up getting rid of me. But yeah, that was amazing. I actually went up to, well, I obviously I went to um, Sketchfest and the panel, like that was amazing. Like just, I, I, again, that was where I was like, I can't believe I get to be a part of this and this group and like the coolest comedy people and the audience was so into it and so supportive. And It was great. We did a whole, yeah. we called it an afternoon with Burning Love and we had cast from both seasons and there was like 15 people on that stage yeah I can't believe we fit everybody across in chairs yeah with a screen in the middle to screen some stuff from season two and yeah it was it was great it was cool i felt very yeah that was when i was like i want to be in with this group like i want to be a part you know i just want to i don't know anything they do i'm like <laughs> I wanna be i'm available yeah i'm available it's super great and, and like even like with season two like even the star wattage amped up some mm-hmm. as well too and i think because everybody everybody wants to be a part of it now yeah and uh and that's the one thing like even in season one is like certain people get voted out early and you're like but why and like like because they have shows and things that are all doing right now and they literally can't yeah. they're like yeah. they can do two days on this yeah the, and that's they got, it. The fact they got like Kristen bell i was like oh what, i know what, what, what and yeah she was very i think she could only be there for like a certain that's why Jen- the jennifer aniston who was probably there for like half a day oh, Oh yeah, I don't even know where or when they sh- they were like going to shoot her. Like one day, they were like, "We're just gonna go grab her." She didn't even know it was she, happening. She didn't know. they got tipped. She was gonna yeah. hit the grove. <laughs> yes. There you go. All right, well, let's do first. Okay. We do this every podcast. It's a different first question from life, okay. like the first movie you went to, things like that. Okay. But we're 109 episodes in, so they're getting a little more obscure. But you said okay. you were under Claire. Uh, you went to Cornell. Yes. Uh, so, what was the first time in your college years that you had a oh? So this is what college is all about moment. Um, hmm. Well, the boring answer, which is probably not what you want, but I was, I was, this is 
so boring. Why would I? But I was taking Psych 101. And I had been a good, really good student and uh, in high school. And I got there and I was like, oh, you have to do work. You have to read stuff. And I got a D something in Psych 101. And I, at that moment, decided to become a theater major. Uh-huh. Uh, I was literally like, I'm, I'm, I can't handle I'm too dumb. I can't were, handle this. Were they like, you get an A. Psych. <laughs> psych. 101. Yeah. You get a D. Yeah. It was all about uh, playing pranks on people. Yeah, it Nothing was. Nothing to do with that's psychology. That's a big thing at Cornell. Cornell. That's a yeah. big Classic thing at Cornell. Cornell. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but that's a really boring answer. Um, I... I yeah I think and then also obviously the uh, the, my, the the not as boring answer is the is the the coed dorms I was like oh this is what college is about I think that is what college is about Did you have coed bathrooms too No no we were not allowed to I think sometimes that you know a boy or girl would sneak into Something the other one happens. but like no 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 towels and shower caddies that's what that's uh, what flip flops uh, flip flops yeah, I don't know if I knew about the flip flops back then. Like, I think I was full on going. I was risking some major Whoa. athletes, foot at but at the time, you made it. I made it. I made it. I'm not going to say that I haven't in my lifetime had a bout of athletes, but no, you don't have to say that. I don't. No I don't have to say. No one say did it, ask you know? me, and, and, um, and I think that's what you have all your about. original feet. I, I, I do. I do. Well, you used to have all your original. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I have a few implants. Yeah, that's true. But that's oh. when I realized what college is about. Athletes' foot. College is about athletes', athletes foot. foot. It's probably really hey, girls. Yeah. <laughs> girls. Let me tell you. It's all about athletes' foot. It's all about athletes' foot. You're gonna meet a guy. He's gonna give you athletes' foot. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. If yeah, You're but it's okay. It's curable. It's college. It's, all right. Yeah. What's all about? Yeah. I want to be one less. <laughs> How about you, Vanessa? What was uh, yours? My college moment. Um. I was really nerdy in high school and like, you know, just really studious. And I had after school like yearbook or theater or whatever, morning till night. And so I guess the first thing was just realizing like, oh, I could skip something because I'd never done anything bad. Um, Like I could skip a class, but I didn't really do that. But I did go to a frat party once with some people. Like I lived in a dorm with like a suite system. like, Mm -hmm. And so there were a bunch of girls going, they're like, come on, it'll be fun. It was like new to college. And, um okay like oh i'm going to a frat party and it was so depressing and horrible and smelly and um i just remember like walking home like those girls being like we want to stay and i was like okay well i'll just go um because it was just like so upsetting to me everyone was getting wasted and making bad decisions and so i just remember like walking at night and i had these like cheap wedge shoes on that were just hurting so bad and i was like so this is college oh <laughs> Mine's equally as sad, maybe. Uh, I lived in the dorms. I went to San Francisco State, Mm -hmm. and uh, I lived in one of the two dorms, and it's a co-ed dorm, Um, and uh, separate bathrooms, separate Mm -hmm. but equal bathrooms. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Very progressive. But it's it's not like a crazy party school, but a little bit, or on weekends especially, you know? And... uh, and I was just never really into that side of things. Um, so, you know, I actually liked sleeping and things like that sometimes. Wow. And, and the, the, the guy's bathroom was like on the other side of the hall, like the other mm-hmm. end of the hall. So I was like, kid, like way, like it was a long walk for me to get to the restroom. So you'd have to use the restroom in the middle of the night. It's like, I gotta go walk mm-hmm. all the way down or whatever. And it was like on a Saturday night, like at three in the morning or something like that. And I had to pee. So I was going down there and there's this massive like party going on in one of the rooms. Mm-hmm. And somebody had gotten so drunk that they t- pulled, 
a starfish out of somebody's aquarium and what? threw it into the hallway. Wait a minute. Oh, no. Someone had an aquarium, like a little aquarium, and With decided, a here's a good idea. Let's fucking kill a starfish. That's <gasps> awful. It's terrible, right? Because, like, first of all, who has a starfish in college? And yeah. second of all, who wants to kill it? Yeah. But I remember walking to the bathroom, and sometimes you'd see puke on the floor or whatever, because, yeah. like, that happens, whatever. But you're walking to the restroom. step on it? No, no, no. Oh. But I, I was, like, walking down, and I, I just looked down, and I see this, this like, starfish, and I'm like, yep. Oh. That's this, this is, is college. college. What could a starfish ever do to offend anyone? I mean, it's not <laughs> oh, like look a at you with all your arms. creature or doing. Maybe it was a specific punishment for the. I, I, I'm just gonna this. I'm just gonna guess here that the person who had the starfish might had have been misstepped at some point. like a roommate that was maybe a nerd or and, smelly uh, or well you have or, starfish yeah in your or just right. just a. Nerd, yeah. and then maybe somebody who was partying was like, oh, "Let's get Eugene Starfish and throw it." <laughs> maybe it was the one-armed girl from The Bachelor who oh, saw all the arms oh, in the starfish oh, and got yeah. so jealous. So yeah. many arms! I thought you were going to say it was her starfish was because <laughs> she vicariously oh. lived through the starfish. But then she should have an octopus. <laughs> yeah, right. that's because those guys starfish. get work done with their arms. Yeah, starfish are just kind of splatty. Yeah, they don't do anything. No. You know, come to think of it, I want to kill a starfish. Hey, <laughs> but I do, th- I do think that they're one of those things that if like they lose a limb, it regenerates, right? Like starfish. I think so. So maybe she was like, "It didn't work for me, but let's see if it works for you, starfish." Maybe <laughs> she murdered it. I think I dissected a starfish in, in high school. Really? Why would you dissect a starfish? I don't know. I just to get to the bottom. Worm. What's going on? I guess so. So many. Nature's arms. mystery. Do starfish have brains? I guess they have to. Huh? I don't remember. And how many? I clearly stomachs? wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Once oh, again, I guess I was smell not... of a dissection. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's not fun. Formaldehyde and yeah. never name what you're dissecting. Learned Vanessa with the rat. Oh. Because it was so cute. You and dissected a rat? Yeah. That's hardcore. I think we did a frog and a starfish. Ooh, I didn't want to do it. I somehow got. I, I, I never dissected anything either. We just didn't do it, or I just wasn't there that day. I don't remember. Or you were at a really like bad school that didn't yeah, right. the, your biology not. class was very lacking. <laughs> you could just dissect it. We're gonna dissect anything. these textbooks. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> All right, let's do my questions. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna give you five questions that are just trivia from some of your own projects. Uh oh. I think you'll do all right. Uh we'll see. And if you I'll get it's I'll very you early, close. guys. I it's know. like noon. It's very early for me. <laughs> Feels so early for me. <laughs> We've got your starfish captive. If you don't answer these right, uh, one no. arm goes at a time. William, <laughs> oh, don't, name so him. We're don't name him. Uh, all right. Question one: You played Libby Dreyfus on the HBO Dust Bowl drama Carnival. What current USA cable star portrayed the co-manager of the Carnival, Jonesy? Oh well, that would be Tim Decay. Boom! Be Tim Boom! Great job. I love me some Tim Decay. Me too. He's amazing. Uh, question two, you played Lizzie Exley on the Judd Apatow College Comedy Undeclared. The show takes place at what fictitious university? Oh, boy. This, okay, it's Northern, it's, it's University of Northern California? Kind of. But, but be more specific with the North. Okay, it's of, oh, God. Northern. Northeast? No, yeah. Northeastern, is that right? University we had banners. of Northeastern they made, California. Yeah, they made banners. I remember it because I was like, what the what? <laughs> Northeastern. <laughs> it's like plausible and yet Yeah, like, I mean, it's good. It sounds like uh, Yeah, but I... I go to Northeastern Cal. Yeah, North, <laughs> Northeastern Cal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm actually kind of impressed that I know that, but it's mostly yeah, because job. I was so obsessed with the show when I was doing it that I became friends with the PR woman at Fox, and I was like, please, 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 give me one of those PR kits. They sent out these boxes to the when when I guess we did the upfronts to sort of be like, hey, like like our show, and there was this. Bo- I still have it, and it has like beer, those big cups with the. Printed the university oh, awesome. seal printed oh, nice. on it. There was a, like a scrunchie in there. There was a ban- <laughs> like one of those like banner things you hang from your university, uh, like pennant. Yeah, pennant, pennant. Yeah, and uh, I still have it. But I was such a dork, like that. I was like, I need one, please. You did. <laughs> I and I still have it. See, there you go. Collectors items. Right. eBay. Oh no, pawn stars. Pawn stars. This is. But I need a, an This isn't an authentic, yeah. undeclared Declared. pennant. Yeah, mm-hmm. come on in. It doesn't match up. Carla, yeah, can you uh, verify? It's actually my <laughs> item. I'm actually pawning. You know what? I don't need your opinion. That's just an opinion, okay? That's just an opinion. I'm selling it for $2 million, yeah. so screw your could... expert. Yeah. <laughs> All right, question three. You play Daisy Wick on the Fox comedy drama Bones. You and your co-star, Joel David Moore, who plays Colin Fisher, were both coincidentally guest stars on the exact same episode of what drama, even though you had no scenes together? Of a drama? Okay, we actually just did a pilot together, but that was not oh, a drama. Wow. We did for USA, uh, paging Dr. Freed. Um, but, but okay, we were both in a because I know I'm not answering the question, and I'm just stalling. I'll give you, um, I'll give you a Ryan hint. Ryan Cartwright and I were in Mad Men together. Wait, I feel like I can get this. Oh, 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 no, we weren't in Franklin and Bash together. Were nope. we? No, it's a little older than that. I'll give you the name it's of the. I'll give you the episode title. I won't tell you the show. The episode title was Act Your Age. Oh, uh, men of a certain age. I'll give you no. a clue. At your age. I'll give you the doctor's name. Just kidding. <laughs> we were in a, this. Okay, we were in a, a drama and we didn't have a scene together. Nope, we were, we're both guest stars on the same. Both episode. guest stars. What's bigger than a condo, but littler than a mansion? What? Wow. Bigger than a condo, but littler than a mansion? A house? We were on. Were we on house? We were on a house together. We were the same episode of house. <laughs> we were. Yep. Okay, because that was pre. Yeah, that was wasn't that pre nine eleven. Yep, oh. you just. Pre- <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, all right. Well, that's another way to look at it. Um, oh my god, I didn't know that. You guys are both Clearly the same didn't episode. Know that. There you go. Oh my god. There you go. How did you find that out? Internet Movie Database. Oh, you must be on IMDb Pro. I'm a pro. You know, I can get contact info. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, question four: You play porn star Daisy on Showtime's Californication. Play Daisy a lot. I know. I actually was. Was uh, there a coincidence? Much like Rob Lowe, I was playing those two roles at the same time. And was and they're it both Daisies? Was there any reason they were both Daisies? Daisies? No, just- no. But but the creator of uh, Californication was like when he found out that I was playing Daisy Wick on Bones, he was like, "Oh my god, Daisy Wick!" He's like, "That is too perfect." He's like, I can't, "Would it be? What if I like use the same last name here?" But he it was coincidentally Daisy, Daisy and Daisy, and I'd gotten those jobs within the same week I booked both. Oh those my jobs. gosh, that's mm-hmm. so strange. Weird. Yeah. And the characters both very similar. Very similar. <laughs> very similar. Pretty much the same thing. They no both shirts, take no their problem. clothes off yeah. a little bit yeah. too often, actually. Because Daisy Wick takes her clothes off a little more than a person on like on, network television. Yeah, on show, Bones needs to. Me. Agreed. But hey, yeah, it's because it is bod. They can't just they, keep yeah, clothes they on can't it. Keep clothes on this bod. Well, she's got all her original teeth. Yeah, look, have man, I'm telling off. you. Okay, maybe mm. not. Maybe not all her originals. Okay, oh, right. but it looks like it. They go past. All right, well, uh, that show. Okay. Charlie, played by Evan Handler, helps Daisy try to land a role in what porno movie spoof? Oh, uh, 
uh, hold on, a vagina town. That's right. Okay, That's I was right. like vaginification. <laughs> it's going to change the face of porn. I loved that it's whole a story. Porn yeah. version of Chinatown. And then uh, Michaela Watkins is the executive at Vivid, who's like, "We'll have your face on ten thousand rubber vaginas." <laughs> I don't know if you remember that part, which I love. Yeah. Nice. And question five. You played the blind suitor Tamara P. in the original web series Burning Love. What was Tamara's occupation? Oh, a photographer. Of <laughs> I know. How can you forget? So perfect. So perfect. Yep. Yeah. So good job. You got all those. I No, I didn't get the jolt, the one with the belt. Yeah, you get there eventually, though. Well, no, not really. Because I gave her that a condo, smaller than a, and I literally was still like house, but not like that. That was a TV show. Like I was like house. What are you talking about? Oh yeah, house that house. I was on. That show that I was on, where I had, I had gotten a, I, I was some kind of an infection Don't from like a penis cream. Don't tell me you had a strange disease. I, I got yeah, can you it? <laughs> yeah. I, I like he was using a penis cream, and it was his child had been exposed to this penis cream, and then he she started to like go through puberty too early but the way he figured it out was that he came to see me at the preschool where I taught and I was the I was the guy I was the guy who had the penis cream's girlfriend and I had a mustache <laughs> or I had had it waxed and that's how he solved the it all got put the, yeah. together yeah <laughs> you were drawn to or people are drawn to putting you in situations with penises I know penises and definitely a lot of penises yeah. my own breasts and a lot of penises um, not a bad combo. Is, now I'm assuming that you're. That I'm not. I'm not giving anything away here about this. You have told me that this picture that you have taken of me, you are going to put something in my hand. My yeah. question is, <laughs> do do you think it will be? Penis cream hasn't been a. It hasn't been throughout. But what has what has been a theme throughout this podcast is vaginal mesh. And what I want to know is, are you guys going to find a picture of vaginal mesh? Well, I don't know. How I don't think read. we want to subject anybody to that. I don't even know what that would I don't look like. I don't either. either. Um, but I guess I'll just put a huge vagina in your yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. Or to 10, make it classy. Yeah, maybe yeah. that. Maybe that with your face on them. Yeah, Ooh, John just saw what vaginal mesh. Hold it up. Oh, did you see a picture of it? Don't don't Google it, but maybe there's like a picture of it in the package, and it yeah. just says vaginal mesh. I keep thinking of <laughs> Lena Dunham in the episode where she's just wearing the mesh shirt running down the street in in girls. Have you seen that? Uh, and I, that's my closest mesh feeling. I that's have your right mesh now. feeling. Um, I have some questions for you. Maybe yeah. we'll find out what we'll put in your hands now. Uh-oh. Ooh, oh, that's a very horrible. Find out what we'll put in your hands now. Come on, podcasting. <laughs> uh, have you ever met an Olsen twin? Yes. <gasps> Sweet. Mm-hmm. Okay, I need more. I, I, well, I'm gonna, okay. So I first saw them and maybe didn't meet them officially. Yep. I've met them a few times. Yep. At, at, uh, it was called Hyde. I don't know if it's still there on, uh, Hollywood or Sunset. And I'm oh, yeah, not it's next gonna, to Seek. What's that? It's next to it's Seek. It's next to Seek, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not, listen, I don't know if your, your podcast listeners are ready for this. The girls were, they were kind of grinding on each other. Each other? Kind of. Oh. We just jumped the shark. Oh. We just jumped the shark. <laughs> they were. They were oh. dancing and kind of grinding on each other. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. But I have subsequently met, I had a friend who was friends with. Wait, wait. When I, that happened, when that happened yeah. did other Olsons appear? <laughs> no, but I've also met other Olsons. I've met both the other Olsons. I've wow. met Elizabeth and I've met the brother. Who, looks, who that- has the same face as the twin girls, but is a boy. Mm. All very nice. Very nice. I'm, Elizabeth is the nicest. Elizabeth is so nice. That's what I mean. Um, and then I think, uh, oh, I get the two mixed up. I don't know which one, but one of them is really funny and really one of the twins. She's very like funny and with it. I feel I like it's Mary Kate. Which one's the one that's more like brooding? Mary Kate. It was Ashley that, oh, that was funny. like, I, I don't think I ever had a conversation with Mary Kate, but I had a conversation with Ashley. And what would, 
Oh, I like she talk about. Oh gosh, I don't know, but I remember her being kind of like sarcastic and kind of funny, and I was like, "All right." And she's smaller in real life, right? Uh, they're tiny, impossibly I mean, small. I don't. People. Could, I mean, they're. I don't know if they're smaller than they. They look very small, oh. not in real life. I know. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I am so excited that they were grinding. On each they were. And I'm sorry. Take- I don't know if that's if I'm exposing something, but I don't no, think it is. I mean, we okay. We ask this every podcast. She asks this every podcast. Wait, you ask if people have met Mary. Kate, you, uh, how Every, many people have met them? Maybe, maybe ten. Okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe more than that. Maybe like fifteen. Out of uh, I think of less than that. I think maybe ten. Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel just most of them are like, oh yeah, we were at something and they were sitting at a no, table. It's always and- mysterious like that. Well, they say yes, and then like, well, they were scurrying through the background. Oh, you know, or yeah. like they were at my table, but they didn't talk. Like, oh, so yeah, I, is- I think it's because yeah, because I think. I had a friend who was fr- friends with them. Yeah. So then the, the grinding situation at that time, I don't think I, I was, that was one of those ones where like I was sitting at a table where they were. Do you have grinding. any recollection of what that song was? Oh God, no. Ugh. Oh, I'm Probably so sorry. Probably R. Kelly's Pump and Grind. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Most likely. Well, the yeah, yin yang twins. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. This was a great answer. Okay. Um, I've heard you've written a project and you cast Judd Apatow in a role with a disturbing name. What's his role name? Oh, wow. Oh God. It's a chance for revenge. Oh boy. Um, vaginal mesh vendor. <laughs> <laughs> Step right up. Get your vaginal mesh here. Who wants a vaginal mesh? You know, you're not helping us not put vaginal mesh in your hand. I know. I'm trying to get it in my hand. Okay, this is a game called Monkey in a Tree. Okay. Um, you have pleased a wood nymph, and she's giving you a day in the rainforest as any kind of monkey you want to be. Okay. Also, you can turn anyone else into an animal and spend the day with them. Uh, some examples could be like, oh, I'm going to turn Brad Mitt pit into a slow loris and we'll cuddle oh, together slow loris. i mean right mm. or i'm gonna turn nancy grace into a grub and i'm gonna eat her oh. um, but you could i'm just saying there's a lot of directions you should go but first <laughs> you have to you have to pinpoint what kind of monkey you want to be okay well i feel like um i don't want to be redundant because on uh jam's podcast i did talk a lot about uh the capuchin mm-hmm. uh that mm-hmm. is the workingest actor in LA. Yeah. Uh, she is the capuchin who's in, um, well, she was in We Bought a Zoo, which is where I met her, uh, Crystal. And she, but was, she was in all the hangover movies. Hangover movies. Yeah. So I, I feel like having really met her, not yeah. to know her, I wouldn't mind being a capuchin. Okay. Because okay. she was really talented. And yeah, I, but she threw Judd Apatow under the bus. <laughs> Did she? Yeah. Well, she, yeah, because she, she didn't write any roles for monkeys. Yeah. One way. Yeah. Very Baboon. primate. Baboons. Only. <laughs> he only works with baboons. Um, uh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to be a capuchin. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, you could turn your like your friend into something, or you could turn any. I will say, anyone. if I... I, I I also talked about my best friend, Sarah Paulson, mm-hmm. and she's, I don't think I've ever laughed with anybody more in my life. I would like her to maybe also be a capuchin. Yes. And this I is a great feel answer. like I want to like pick things off of her and eat them. And I would oh. like her to pick things off of me and eat them. And that's not sexual. I'm not no, no, talking no. sexual. I'm Grooming. just saying if I'm going to be a monkey with somebody, I feel like we're going to laugh. You know when you see monkeys yeah. laugh? <laughs> yeah. I feel mm. like we would do a lot of that. You could swing around on your tail. Tails, yeah. Oh. So, and maybe I could jump on her back sometimes, and she could carry me. Oh yeah! I think we've got the makings of a good half-live action, half-animated buddy story. <laughs> Incredible, Mr. Limpet style. I agree. A little bed knobs and broomstick action going on. Yeah. Uh, 
That was a really satisfying answer. Oh, for me. I'm so glad. Because a lot of people don't want to be an animal for a day and play with another person <laughs> who's an animal. I would. It's yeah. I mean, I would. I would do it's it. Not on my bucket list. Regardless, but with her, I think it would be a fantastic day as a monkey. Oh, I'm yeah. really excited for you guys. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you could go back into any project you've done and recast yourself as a different role in that project, what oh. would you do? And then you also get to cast someone in your stead. Oh. Oh, I mean, I get very attached to my roles, um, so it's really hard for me to like the ones like the undeclared or the yeah. or carnival. I'm like, no, 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 no one else will be playing my roles there. <laughs> I've got that, thanks. Uh, yeah. Um, what I would do is take something that I had like the tiniest role. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, yeah, on um, uh, ER. Yeah, because that's right. I did yeah. an episode of ER where I played a 16-year-old who had contracted AIDS. Ooh. Uplifting. Yeah. Um, I'm going to recast myself as, uh, what's her name, Margolis. Oh, yeah. 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 And then who do you put who, in your AIDS yeah. part? Uh, Lena Dunham. <laughs> and you just won. Yeah. Okay, now you have AIDS, but put your shirt back on. Yeah, exactly. You always have to have it off. Put that donut down. <laughs> get out of the bathtub. You have AIDS. <laughs> you got to get to set, Missy. Young lady. <laughs> um, and this is my last question. It's called Wiffle Bat or Waffle Blast. What? And I you- pick Waffle Blast? No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. No, what- that's exactly okay. how you're going to have to do it. Okay. So I'm going to give you the name of six celebrities, and then you have to pick Wiffle Bat or Waffle Blast. It's really only five. You missed number four. Oh, yeah. I just didn't do four. <laughs> oh, okay. One, two, three, five, six. Okay. And also, so. you can describe what you're doing with the Wiffle Bat or Waffle Blast. Okay. Or not. Okay. That's up to you. Okay. Johnny Depp. Wiffle Bat or Waffle Blast? Wiffle Bat. Okay. What? But I'm going to hit him in the head and say, just calm down. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Blake Shelton. Uh, oh, God. Uh, waffle Blast. Yep. But I'm just, it's, it's, it, I'm going to tell you right now. Well, no, I don't even need to explain that they mean the same. Like, I'm, make, I'm just going to make both things punishing. Okay. Yep. I'm going to blast a waffle into his face and say, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Oprah. Oprah. Oh, oh my God. Waffle Blast, where waffles will be blasted onto the table, and we will Perfect. enjoy them together over a lengthy discussion about life. Mm. Bradley Cooper. Ooh. Um, you could wiffle back. <laughs> or you could let him waffle blast I'm going to say wiffle, wiffle, <laughs> oh, wiffle bat. I was like, wiffle blast? I'm going to wiffle blast him. <laughs> okay. No, sir, no, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wiffle Blast, copyright 2013. <laughs> Carla Gallo, Um I don't even know what you need to do to Bradley Cooper. I feel like we all. We're just gonna. Leave. No, no, yeah. I'm not even gonna. Say yeah, me. there we go. And your last one is Christy Yamaguchi. Oh, um, I'm like so bored. I don't want to like. Don't, not to, don't, no don't waste your bat or your waffles. Yeah, I know. I don't want it. No, I mean, listen, she's very talented. It's not that. It's just like. I, uh, what do I have to know, work with here? Wi- yeah. uh, wiffle, waffle blast? No, wa- wiffle, wa- waffle bat. Okay. No, I'm just, just trying to you make just a... her little booty with yeah. a waffle. They should I'll sell give, guess, waffle, waffle bats at like baseball games. Waffle bat. And you can eat it, it. Yeah. But you also... Now that's you, a novelty yeah. item. Mm. So I'll do that when she perf- when she skates for me. You'll I'll have a waffle, waffle bat. Waffle bat. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. just aced that. Did I really? You, you did. aced it. I mean, number four oh. was a little suspect. Oh, an A plus. So yep. <laughs> what did you say? What? I said number four was a little suspect. Yeah. Since there wasn't one. That's the one. Oh, I yeah. Did. I know. Put in but, but good I job. I had someone it. in there and I took it out, but I don't remember who it was. I oh, felt like really? So this, yeah. the, I mean, not to, to judge your list, no. but so there were someone that didn't make, you, you, you said, you know what? 
yeah, Yamaguchi stays. Yeah. Yeah. I think this it was one's Carrie Underwood. Go. Carrie Underwood. Because I just, I'm like, Shelton, and I was like, what am oh. I going on here? I don't understand what's going on. Okay. So I just, I just, Ixnade. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's pig Latin for I will Nick's. say, I would have, I would have definitely, I would have given her, I might have given a, an unfriendly wiffle bat because there was some role, oh, uh, how I Met Your Mother. I've auditioned for that show no less than 320 times. <laughs> and there was a, there were two times when they were like, it's yours. You're going to get it. One of them, uh, Britney Spears, had decided that she wanted to be on the show. Oh, so yeah. they gave her the role. And hurt. the other time, Carrie Underwood had decided what? she wanted to be on the show. And so they gave it to her. But both times I had been told, this time it's going to be yours. Time to whiffle And I have yet to be on bitches. that show. I've yet to it's be coming. Well, they ha- it's they, coming. They only have one season left. I know. I'm not. And yeah. uh, they haven't met the mother yet. So you oh never God. know. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling it's going to be Christy Yamaguchi. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Typical. <laughs> Ted's going to waffle blaster. Phew. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Anywho, <laughs> thanks for coming on this show. Thank you were I'm so glad. I've never, I finally got to talk about uh, vaginal mesh. Yeah. That's yeah. right. I've never been so, I've never had so much fun talking about vaginal mesh as I did with you guys today. Oh, thank you. That means a lot. Yeah. That means a lot. <laughs> Does it? And uh, mm-hmm. you're, not, you're, not, you're not on Twitter, right? Right? No, it scares me. Yeah. Well, I bet at Vaginal Mesh is probably Ooh, open. I bet it is not available. Yeah, I also agree. You're probably right. I also agree that that's probably not available. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, we are on the Twitter. You can follow us there. I'm at Cole Stratton. I'm at Vagina Raglan. No, oh. Vanessa Raglan. <laughs> the podcast is at PMC Podcast. Thank you guys for listening and thanks for being here. Carl. Oh my God, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.